Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing to get that heart touch. This a must-see feeling. The news ain't good, then it must be villain. So I say it's bad ground, and I don't trust these feelings. Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air. Highest max on the cloud. Am I in the air? Sunday nights, round time. I flex my bed of Ultron, transform to DX Don. Mega and unseen. You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device. And the smoke full of steam. On any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Yeah, what is going down, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? I am your host, Don Mega, and I welcome you to the show. Tonight is season 14, it's episode 9, and tonight's show is titled Mega in the Shell. So, yeah, so we're back with your week's worth of entertainment news. Um, this should be a pretty quick show overall, to be honest with you, um, because we just did a show, not even a full week ago. Um, you know, we put out that big episode last week, the Ranger Experiment was the name of the episode, uh, chock full of information, over two weeks worth of stuff, uh, we had two big movie reviews, it was a massive episode, um, but I'm trying to get back on track, trying to get back to the point where... You have an episode every single week. Uh, So I'm trying to get back to a normal pace. Therefore, it's only been... eh, We're going on just about a week, but it's about a day or two early than it normally would be to do a full week's worth of news. And there hasn't been a tremendous amount of stuff that's dropped in the last week. So who knows? This might be a record-breaking short episode. But hey, we'll get you up to speed, like I said, in the latest and greatest of entertainment news. Tonight, of course, we have our movie review of the week, which, as you can guess, as always, by our show title, tonight we're going to talk about Ghost in the Shell. Uh, So let's jump right into it. Ghost in the Shell is the new uh, action sci-fi movie starring Scarlett Johansson. This is based on the Japanese manga, um, of course, Ghost in the Shell from the, what, the 80s, I think, is when the animated Ghost in the Shell was made, and I saw the animated version back in the 80s when it was made. Um, and I've seen some of the other stuff, but it's been a long time, man. Um, so I was trying to go into this one here just with blinders on, with an open heart, <laughs> and just enjoy it for the action movie that it was. You know, of course, people bitch, and they talk about whitewashing and this and that, and, you know, it's just once again, it's people not understanding the Hollywood business and understanding how to make you know, when you're putting over a hundred million dollars into a film, you can't just throw in a bunch of no-name people. You have to have a bankable worldwide star, and that's why Scarlett Johansson leads this film. 
you know, the last big worldwide film she headlined all on her own was Lucy, and that made over $500 million worldwide, so I get it, I understand it, and I'm not complaining about it, I've actually loved all the trailers, I've loved all the TV spots, and who doesn't love Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> period, um, I'm, I'm buying pretty much anything she's in. So, we went and we saw this one in IMAX 3D, definitely the way to see it, I'm just going to say that, of course IMAX is usually always the way to see a movie, but IMAX 3D did a, did its job for Ghost in the Shell, this movie, first of all, let me just say, is visually stunning, uh, the environments they came up with, the special effects, just, it's a really beautiful looking movie, and when it has action, it's pretty, pretty sweet action. But, unfortunately, there's not a ton of action. That you, you see the trailer, you see the TV spots, and you're thinking this is probably going to be a non-stop action thrill ride, and it really isn't. <laughs> it, there's a lot of downtime, and there's honestly a lot of boring parts to this film. Um, it starts off really hot, and then it kind of slows down, then it kind of builds back up, and then it slows down again. Um, it's just kind of all over the place, to be honest. Um... I had mixed feelings on this film. I, I really enjoyed it in certain parts, and then in other parts, I was just kind of like, "All right, let's uh, let's get going here." Overall, really, when it comes down to it, I mean, you know, it's hard to talk about hanging back on the spoilers. But long story short, the the premise of this movie is that um, she is the first Scarlett Johansson character. She plays a character named Major, who is the first robot but that has a human brain in it um now this is a society where a lot of people are quote enhanced you know they might have a robotic arm or a robotic leg or you know a fake digital eye stuff like that but she's the first of her kind to have a human brain inside a fully synthetic body um and she becomes this basically this living weapon. Um, and of course, there's a lot more to it. You've seen the trailer, you know. Not everything is as it seems. Um, so, you know, that's as far as deep as I'll get into it. But um, overall, out of five Don Megas, I give Ghost in the Shell three Don Megas out of five. Three out of five. Um, it was good. Nothing more, nothing really less. Like I said, the biggest things for it is that it's visually stunning, very beautiful, especially in IMAX 3D. Um, just not, the pacing was just very off. Um, I enjoyed it. If it goes on Blu-ray for 10 bucks, I'll buy it. Um, anything more, I'll probably wait for it to go on sale for the $10 price. Um, like I said, it's a decent time. If you're a fan of the animated uh, movie, I think you'll probably dig it for the most part. I went with a couple people that saw the animated one, and 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 they dug it. Um, but then there was another hardcore animated fan that did not really like it. So, I guess it's kind of divisive, to be honest. When I now that I think about it, um, so you're gonna have to be the judge of it. If you watch the trailers and you liked them, um, just go into it knowing that it's not a nonstop action thrill ride. There is a lot of. Uh, slow moments in the film, but when the film does get to the action and it does start firing, it fires pretty damn well. So, there you go, your quick review of Ghost in the Shell, 3 out of 5 stars. Let's switch gears and we're going to start talking about the news of the week. Up first is a brand new trailer launch, we finally got the trailer for It. Yes, It is the Stephen King remake 
of Pennywise the Clown. Yeah, it is a creepy little trailer, man. And um, this trailer came out of nowhere, won a lot of people over, and it actually broke trailer records. And we'll get to that a little bit later in the show. But uh, this is a pretty creepy trailer, man. I like the updated setting. Uh, you know, when's the last time we've really seen a good Stephen King on the big screen? It's been a long time, man. And we're going to get two this year because we have the Dark Tower coming out as well. But um, it looks awesome. It comes out in September. And uh, if you're into good scary horror movies and especially creepy clowns, definitely check out this It trailer because it is pretty damn awesome. Uh, another big trailer that dropped is the latest trailer for Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Um, it's a okay trailer. It's a very sci-fi movie. Very cool visuals, once again. Kind of a Ghost of the Shell thing. Very cool visuals. I don't know how this is going to play out as a full movie. Um, I think this is going to be one of the biggest bombs of the year. Just saying. It could be really good. I'll probably end up going to see it. But I get a feeling when I watch this trailer that this is going to be like a Jupiter Ascending kind of thing where it's a really cool movie, it looks very cool, but no one's going to go see it, and they spent like $180 million on it or something crazy, and it's going to be a big bomb, and it's going to lose the studio a lot of money. And uh, yeah, we're going to be hearing about that cluster for years to come. So... Get ready. I'll be shocked if Valerian makes his money back, but um, they're going for it. So check out that trailer for Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. And I want to remind you once again that all these trailers very easily can be found on our website, amiontheair.com. Click on the Trailers tab and go ahead and watch all of the glorious trailers that we discuss right there in one place for you so you don't have to go searching for them. I'm really excited about this news. Netflix has announced that they're bringing back for Season 2, Santa Clarita Diet. Yes, coming in 2018, we are getting Round 2. I'm super excited about this. I, Me and my wife, we binged Santa Clarita Diet when it came out, literally within that weekend. It was so good. such a fun show. And I, when it ended, I was like, oh my god, I can't wait for season two. We gotta get a season two. And I thank you, Netflix, for coming to save the day, bringing me back some more Drew Barrymore, some more Timothy Oliphant. Can't wait to see the next chapter of where this all goes on Drew Barrymore's, um, you know, see her progress in her stages of metamorphosis here. Um, super excited. If you haven't seen Santa Clarita Diet, definitely check it out. It's a horror comedy. It's a little half-hour episodes. The season wasn't very long at all. Um, definitely check it out. It's a ton of fun. So glad to see that that's getting the season two. What's not going to be getting another season is the Mindy Project. And yes, Mindy Kaling has revealed that the next season of the Mindy Project on Hulu will be her last season. Um, so yeah, that's it. She's done. She's pulling it out. She's saying we're going out on top. So the upcoming next season of the Mindy project will be the final one. Writer Aaron Sorkin has revealed that he has upcoming meetings with DC and with Marvel. This is a big deal right here. Aaron Sorkin is one of the most sought-after writers in Hollywood. Everything this dude touches turns to gold, 
And to hear that he's got meetings with DC and Marvel, ooh, that's pretty exciting. He says he's not a big comic book guy, he says he's not a big comic book fan, but he says he's going to meet with an open mind with these studios, and if they can pitch him a project that he can wrap his teeth around, he says he would love to dive into it. So, it sounds exciting, it sounds promising, I would love to see him jump into the DC universe, I think they need him a little bit more, and I would love to see what character he kind of attaches himself to. So, big news there. Um, Dancing with the Stars alum Cheryl Burke has begun filming Dance Moms She looks like she's replacing Abby Lee Miller Who has left the show Uh, Haley Joel Osment is set to guest star In multiple episodes of Silicon Valley When it comes back Which is pretty cool Uh, Vin Diesel has confirmed that Fast and Furious 9 and 10 Are in the works And he says that Fate of the Furious, which comes out just basically in less than two weeks, is going to be the best picture you see all year. Damn, big words from Vin Diesel. Uh, I do have to say, though, on his behalf, they were at CinemaCon last week, and they surprised the crowd, and they aired some uh, early... They actually screened the entire Fast and Furious 8 movie, The Fate Fate of the Furious, and allowed everybody that got to see it screened to tweet out their results, you know, just kind of their quick reviews, and a majority, overwhelmingly almost the entire place, tweeted out that the movie is amazing, that it's incredible, it's another fun thrill ride, that it just, you know, it just brings you continuing on this adventure with these guys that you've grown to know and love over seven other films. Um, it was overwhelmingly positive, and that makes me so excited because I am a massive fan. If you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you know that I love the Fast and Furious series. I've been down since day one, uh, you know, and I never left. I was there for Too Fast, Too Furious. I was there for the Tokyo Drifts. So I'm glad to see that it's bounced back. It's only gotten better. The Rock came on. We had Fast Five, Six, Seven. Eight sounds like it's going to be incredible. Uh, Vin Diesel talking about CinemaCon that this is going to be the start of a new trilogy to wrap everything up. That basically eight, nine, and ten are going to be this trilogy story they're rolling with. So that's really interesting. But I am very, very happy. This is the first one without Paul Walker, so people are a little like, "Oh, I don't know how they're going to do it." So I, I'm very, very pleased to hear that uh, coming out of that CinemaCon presentation that everybody was really happy with how the movie panned out. That gets me stoked. Can't wait to see it. April 14th. We are less than two weeks away. Get your tickets now on sale. Uh, The new show, Time After Time, that's over on ABC. Guess what? It's been canceled. Time after time, these shitty shows get canceled. So yeah, it's official. ABC has canceled Time After Time. It's only been on for a couple weeks, and that was enough for them. We have your first look at Cress Williams in the Black Lightning costume. Pretty cool. Remember, they're shooting that pilot that's going to be coming out in the CW. So we'll see uh, if it gets picked up there and join the uh, CW Arrowverse, as we like to call it. Annabelle 2. Yes, they are moving along with that. It is coming out here soon. And uh, director David F. Sandberg has revealed that the Annabelle sequel has been given a new title. And the movie will now be called Annabelle Creation. Ooh, creepy. So there you go. That is uh, the latest on Annabelle. Let's see here. Um, 
Dwayne The Rock Johnson, our boy here. We always have news on Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It wouldn't be an Am I on the Air without rock news. And uh, The Rock's original series, Soundtrack Songs That Defined History, because of course he, he just has to have his pot hand in every damn pot that's out there. Uh, Dwayne Johnson's CNN music series, Soundtrack, uh, Soundtrack, scores a premiere date. It will premiere on April 20th. Um... Jason Momoa and the rest of the Justice League cast actually were at the CinemaCon press conference we were just talking about with Fast and Furious and Jason Momoa got on stage and he said I'm here for Justice League which is the greatest movie in the world if you have you haven't seen it yet but I have and uh, which I thought was an awesome quote from Jason Momoa already proclaiming that Justice League is the greatest movie in the world uh, which I believe in I love that trailer and it is my number one most anticipated movie of the year so thanks Jason Jason for keeping up my hopes there, man. That's super, super exciting. We have everything wrong with the Smurfs in 16 minutes or less that you could check out. We have the brand new trailer for War Machine, which is the new Brad Pitt movie that's coming out on Netflix. Uh, we have the new trailer for The Book of Henry, uh, which is coming out here soon. Uh, looks pretty damn interesting. It's uh, from Colin Trevorrow, who directed Jurassic World. He's going back to a little bit of a smaller film here, and it's pretty cool. Speaking of other new awesome trailers, we got the brand new second trailer for War for the Planet of the Apes, Caesar. Yes, I'm looking forward to this movie, one of my most anticipated films of the year as well. Um, I hated the Planet of the Apes films until the reboot a couple years ago with James Franco, where we were introduced to, to Caesar, and then we had Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and now we have War for the Planet of the Apes. Totally digging this series, this trailer's tight, can't wait for the movie. We have um, a new trailer for the video game Injustice 2, which I can't wait to play, man. comes out in May. I want to get on this game. Warner Brothers is reportedly eyeing Jordan Peele to direct the live-action Akira movie. Yes. So this is pretty interesting. Of course, Jordan Peele uh, from the comedy duo Key and Peele, and he just kicked ass in his directorial debut with the film Get Out, which has just done amazing box office numbers. He, um, I think Get Out has just broken a record for the most profitable film from a first-time director um, and an from an original screenplay. Something very unique like that. Um, Get Out has made hundreds of millions of dollars on a $4 million budget. <laughs> so... Congratulations once again to Jordan Peele, but now everybody's wanting to sign him up for some projects, and it uh, looks like Warner Brothers is courting him to direct Akira. Will he do it? I don't know. We'll see. Akira has been a movie they've been wanting to make for years that's just been sitting in development development hell, um, so we'll see if Jordan Peele does it. If he does, I'll be on board, because I think Jordan can do anything he sets his mind to. Guess what? One of the best movies of the year so far, John Wick Chapter 2, is coming to Blu-ray on June 13th. Hella excited about that. I will be picking that one up. We have your first trailer for another video game. Um, this is for Guardians of the Galaxy, the new Telltale game that's coming out. Um, it comes out on April 18th, actually. So we have the brand new trailer for that that you can check out. Um, the new Kingsman sequel is coming out here, I think, in August or September. And uh, the Kingsman sequel has confirmed that Colin Firth is back. 
Um, it's something that's been rumored for a while, but, you know, they released the new poster for the film, and who's the top name on the poster? Colin Firth. So there was no hiding it anymore. He is confirmed, Colin Firth. Even though, I don't know how, because if you've seen the first movie, spoiler alert, he gets killed. So we'll see how he makes his comeback here in the Kingsman sequel, The Golden Circle. All right, one of the biggest pieces of news, probably the biggest piece of news that came out in the last week is the breaking news that Joss Whedon, director Joss Whedon, who of course did the Avengers, he did Age of Ultron, he's been in the Marvel camp for a while, this is the go-to guy that was handed the Avengers, he has jumped ship, he's now signed on with DC, and he is going to write and direct a live-action Batgirl movie, write, direct, and and produce a live-action Batgirl movie. How do you like that? How do you like them apples? Um, yeah, pretty damn incredible, man. Joss Whedon coming over to DC is going to launch Batgirl for the first time. Well, I guess not the first time. She wasn't Batman and Robin. Um, but, you know, Batgirl done right for the first time. Um, very excited about this. Um... I, you know, it's Joss Whedon, man. I believe in him. I love both the Avengers movies. They're two of my favorite comic book movies of all time. And I think he'll do something very, very special with this. Now, the rumor has it that they have confirmed that um, the movie will be about Barbara Gordon. And that it will be based on the new 52 version of her in the comics. Um, this makes sense. Most of the stuff the DCEU is doing right now is based on the new 52 versions. Um, and I would hope it'd be Barbara Gordon. So um, we'll see. Like I said, this is uh, there's a lot of... I, I said confirm, but I also said it's a rumor because it, depending on who you talk to, but most of the people coming out the camp say that this is definitely the direction they're going with. But I guess until we hear from Joss or we hear that somebody has been cast as Barbara Gordon, then we'll know for sure 100%. But for right now, take it for what it is. But this is pretty damn cool news right here that we're get a Batgirl movie, um, which makes me excited because she is Barbara Gordon. You bring J.K. Simmons back over to play Papa Gordon and, you know, you just keep it going in that universe. I think it would be pretty damn awesome. So congratulations to Joss. We also have the um, reveal trailer for Destiny 2, which is coming September 8th. So definitely check that out, even though I am over Destiny and will not be getting that one. Um... <laughs> We have the teaser trailer for Season 7 of Game of Thrones, that you should check out. Jeremy Renner, Hawkman has returned. Hawkman, Hawkeye, Hawkman is DC, sorry about that. Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye is back, and uh, with the good news and the bad news. So the bad news first is that he is not, it looks like he is not going to get to be a part of Mission Impossible 6. Now, of course, he was in Mission Impossible 4, he was in Mission Impossible 5, he was supposed to come back for 6, um, but there's a scheduling conflict here. They are filming Infinity War right now, as you all know, and Hawkeye is set to report to duty and is on set right now um, to film his stuff for Infinity War, and unfortunately, it had to be one over the other, and his contract defaulted to the Marvel films, so he is... Back is Hawkeye doing Infinity War right now, and as rumor has it as well, he will also play a part in the Ant-Man sequel, Ant-Man and the Wasp. 
Uh, rumors are floating that he has signed on for a part in that movie as well. So he's pretty busy, and that's why he can't do Mission Impossible. So there you go. So you take the good with the bad. I'm just glad that Hawkeye's returning to the MCU. Stephen King and Joe Hill um, Throttle is a novella that they put together, and it's going to get the big screen treatment. So yes, another adaptation that is awesome. Stan Shaw is set to be the sheriff who hunts the creature in Jeepers Creepers 3. Um, The Dark Tower, the other Stephen King movie we talked about coming out, uh, was supposed to come out in July, and now it's been pushed back just a little bit, and now it's going to come out in August. So there you go, Dark Tower coming out in August. This movie has shifted around like three or four times already, so hopefully it stays this time. Let's keep it in August. So not a big shift. Like, it was coming out in, like, the very end of July. So it's barely getting bumped a couple weeks. But let's leave it alone, right? Come on, guys. Let's leave it alone. Netflix has just cast Channing Tatum in their first animated film called America, the Motion Picture. I don't know (laughs) what the hell, man. But Channing Tatum is set to voice the role of George Washington. So there you go. Interesting news. All right, Netflix. Deep State, which is a new espionage thriller, has just signed Mark Strong to join, um, and it's going to be on Fox. I love Mark Strong. Espionage thriller sounds pretty cool. I'll check it out. Deep State. Take Keep an eye out for that. Uh, Raza Jaffrey has just joined Netflix's Lost in Space remake. Um, cool. Beyonce is supposedly the frontrunner to voice Nala in the upcoming Lion King remake, directed by Jon Favreau. Let's see what else we got here. Sony has nabbed the rights to the graphic novel My Favorite Things is Monsters, so that will be getting adapted here very soon. Um... Cable casting, yes, Deadpool 2 is still trying to cast its cable, and um, supposedly Brad Pitt went in and read for the role, and he met with them, and it got pretty close to Brad Pitt being cable, but unfortunately, timing issues, schedules did not match up, and he unfortunately had to drop out, so Brad Pitt will not be cable. Um, I understand the scheduling thing. I think that is a legit excuse when it comes to Brad Pitt, because I think he probably could have made it work for Deadpool 2, but I bet you they wanted to sign him to some five- or six-picture deal to maybe do a cable spinoff film, to definitely be in the X-Force movies, to maybe come back for Deadpool 3, and it was probably just too much of a commitment, and he couldn't do it. But um, it looks like Russell Crowe is back on the list. He was a name that was tossed out a couple weeks ago. Actually, he was um, recommended by Deadpool creator Rob Liefeld. Um, So Russell Crowe's name is in the mix. We're still looking at Michael Shannon. Uh, It's crazy, man. They're going to start filming this thing in the next couple months, so we're going to have to get a name here. I'm tired of the casting rumors. Give me a damn cable. Who's it going to be? I still think they should get Kevin Nash. If you're a wrestling fan, you know what I'm talking about. Kevin Nash would have been an awesome cable. There you go, Marvel. I just fixed your problem. 
Liam Neeson is set to play Detective Philip Marlowe in a new movie that's being written by the writer of The Departed. So that's pretty cool there. That means it's going to be some pretty solid work. Rain Wilson is set to play Harry Mudd on the star, new Star Trek Discovery show that's coming out. I want to tell you a funny story about this. And this is no joke. This news broke on March 31st, okay? So on March 31st, I meet Geeky Pat for lunch, okay? So we meet up for lunch, and we have a nice hamburger. We're over at the Red Robin enjoying some good food. And there's a collectible comic book superhero kind of collectible store in the mall. And And we head on over, and we're looking around at all the collectibles. Now, Geeky Pat is a big Star Trek fan. He picks up an action figure of a guy named Harry Mudd. And he shows me and he says, man, I really want to buy this action figure. I love this character. And I'm like, who the fuck is Harry Mudd? I've never heard of this dude before. And he looks like a creepy uncle that tries to molest women. And we had a good laugh over it. And it was what it was. End of story. Literally, like two hours after that, this news breaks that Rain Wilson is going to play Harry Mudd on Star Trek Discovery. How fucking coincidental is that? I literally had never heard of this character before in my life until about two hours before the news drops that they have literally casted an actor to play this creepy Uncle Molester dude in the new Star Trek show. That freaks me out when shit like that happens because I just don't understand how in a world when so much happens does something like that just flow I'm still flabbergasted by it but yes so that's happening funny little side story there um, we have a really cool video up with di- director David Leach, who is uh, set to direct Deadpool 2. He also just directed the new movie Atomic Blonde, which looks amazing with Charlize Theron. Uh, he was the guy who helped out with John Wick, the first movie. Um, he's one of the co-directors, so that's why Atomic Blonde looks like a female John Wick movie. Uh, but it's a really cool video with him talking about Atomic Blonde, talking about Deadpool 2, talking about cable casting, just a whole bunch of stuff. He's a really cool dude. Check out the video there on our Facebook. Facebook and Twitter page just talking about it. Now, I told you when the It trailer premiered that it set a record, and the big news was, was literally after just 24 hours on the web, the new It trailer set a record with over 197 million views in just 24 hours. Massive. Biggest watch, most watched trailer ever. Congratulations, It. Creepy as hell. Scaring everybody up in this place. Mark Wahlberg, Michelle Williams, and Kevin Spacey have just signed on to join Ridley Scott's new kidnap drama, Getty. So look for that as a great casting additions right there. Um, Adult Swim has just greenlit two new shows, one called Apollo Gauntlet and one called Hot Streets. I am super sad about this next news I'm about to talk about. And that's that supposedly Sylvester Stallone has dropped out of the Expendables franchise. Yes, they're getting ready to do the Expendables 4. He was signed on. He was ready to go. Putting the team back together, doing number 4. It was going to be the last movie of the Expendables franchise. And now all of a sudden he drops out. Rumor has it he got into it with the studio. 
he wanted to go one way with it, the studio wanted to go another way with it, and they just butted heads. And Sly said, you know what? If we can't make this work, I'm out. And he left. Now, the people at the studio say that they're still hoping that this could be salvaged, and they will make Expendables 4, and they'll get everything back on track. Will it happen? I don't know. I'm hoping it will happen, because an Expendables 4 without Stallone is just no bueno. It is just no good. (laughs) It's his franchise, man. I don't want to see an Expendables 4 without Sly. I'm sure that he really wants to do some special stuff, being that it's the last one, and I wish the studio would just butt out and say, cool, do what you need to do, and let's make it. Supposedly another big thing was that they couldn't agree on a director for the film either. Uh, Sly is very, very um, particular when it comes to directors for his projects. So, who knows, but at this point, it looks like he has left the Expendables project. Very unfortunately. Lucasfilm's Doug Chang says that Vader's castle that we saw in Rogue One may return in future movies. I think it should return because there's a really cool castle literally chilling over a lava pit that I've never seen before until Rogue One and I want to see it again. Doctor Who will feature the show's first openly gay companion. There we go. Getting with the times. Uh, Aquaman writer is set to pen the script for Universal's Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yes, they're moving forward on that monster universe and uh, getting a writer there. I'm a little bummed about this, but the G.I. Joe franchise looks like it's about to be rebooted. And they're going to start all over again with a more millennial approach. Um, it looks like they're going to scrap what the first two films have set up and just start all over again with a brand new Joe. Um, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I enjoyed the first movie, and I really enjoyed the second one because my boy The Rock came in, and they were supposed to make a third one. They were supposed to continue on the adventures that they had already set up, uh, but they've been having trouble locking down a director, having trouble getting the cast all in the same place at the same time, and The Rock is just so damn busy now. Uh, he's having trouble finding time to put you know, G.I. Joe 3 into his books, and I think the studio just said, screw it, like, we want to get moving on this, so we might as well, let's just start it all over again, so no word on when um, this will get going, but as of this point, it looks like the G.I. Joe franchise will be rebooted. Um, Another big rumor that hit that kind of breaks my heart is that Robert Downey Jr. will officially step down as Iron Man after Avengers Infinity War. Yes, say it isn't so, but basically, after Infinity War, they're filming the two Avengers movies back-to-back right now. I'm sure he'll be in both of them, but everything we're hearing is that this is the big culmination of the MCU over the past 10-plus years. Robert Downey started it, and I think it's saying that he just knows it's time. It's saying he almost got a cue from Hugh Jackman doing Wolverine, you know, doing that last Logan movie, that he said, you just know when it's time, and he thinks his time is coming up right here after Infinity War. 
who knows? He said, I think before Avengers 2, that he was going to leave. So, who knows what he's going to want to do when the time comes. I think with the technology and everything, he can continue to place Tony Stark for a long time to come. Because all that Iron Man stuff is CGI now. So, uh, he's just got to do the little fake camera thing in his face like he's inside the helmet. Which is pretty easy to do no matter what age you are. But we'll see. But that is the big rumor going around right now. Is that yes, after Infinity War, he will step down as Iron Man. We have a brand new King Arthur Legend of the Sword. It's the final trailer that dropped, so you can check that out. Um, another big trailer dropped, and that's for The Mummy. We're talking about Universal Monster Pictures. The Mummy is the big one coming out with Tom Cruise this summer. We've had one teaser trailer for a while now, which is basically just the airplane scene. This trailer gives us a lot more insight into it. Really cool, really creepy, lots of action. I... Let's say my interest level for The Mummy was at a 6 or 7, based off the first trailer, out of 10. My interest level now is at a 10. Um, I love this trailer. It got me really stoked for the movie and definitely made me way more excited, which is what a trailer should do. So my hat's off to you, Universal. You killed it with this new trailer. It's awesome. Let's see here. Uh, Madam Hydra is coming to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., by the way, finally, finally done with its damn uh, hiatus that it's been on now for the last, uh, you know, month and month and a half. I'm tired of all these breaks, man. Flash and Arrow and all them are on a month break now. Stop it. There's no need for all these damn breaks. But Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comes back tomorrow night, and... Uh, they're going to be having this weird fake alternate reality where Hydra's back and um, the chick who plays Ada, the life model decoy, she's going to also be playing Madam Hydra, a.k.a. Viper. So pretty cool. We'll check that out. Um, we also have your first trailer for Annabelle 2 Creation. Yes, the new Annabelle trailer is now available to be seen. Um, let's see here. We have the first official trailer for Girl Boss, which is a new show coming to Netflix. Um, we got some brand new set photos of, uh, Frank Castle, played by John Bernthal for The Punisher, coming out on Netflix. Yes, they're still filming the show. I feel like they've been making this thing for like a year now. Pretty crazy. We got some pretty cool, we got a pretty cool article up that shows the, um, fighting practice that um, Amber Heard's been going through, where she's been learning to kick a lot of ass, getting ready to film Aquaman, so she's putting in her work. Uh, Stan Lee visits the set of the Avengers Infinity War, pretty cool picture of him with Nebula, I really like that. Some new Mary Poppins Return set photos. Um, Pitch Perfect 3 is officially wrapped production, so they are done filming on that movie as of today. Um, We got a bunch of articles up that just went up today, all about Spider-Man Homecoming. It talks about how it fits into the MCU. We talk about the Vulture. Talk about Spider-Man's suit. Just talk about the future of Spider-Man. There's a lot of articles we posted up on our Twitter and Facebook page today. So definitely check those all out um, on our social media for show. Lots of Spider-Man news. 
Uh, Veronica Mars, Fringe, and a bunch more shows are all set to start streaming on the Verizon Go90 network. Yes, download the app Go90. You can watch shows on that app and not use any data. So pretty cool. Congratulations to those shows getting some movement. Um... Army Hammer is set to kill some monsters with Alicia Vikander in the new film Freak Shift. I like the sound of that. Comedy Central is set to mock Donald Trump with a brand new late night series. Uh, we need more of that, really. Uh, pretty funny story. Paul Rudd was almost in Bridesmaids. Yes, they filmed a scene with him and Kristen Wiig, but it got cut out and left on the floor. Um, so you can check out an article we posted today all about the Paul Rudd cameo in Bridesmaids. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger... You know, a couple weeks ago, we reported that the Schwarzenegger Terminator movies were done. No more. Not going to have them anymore. Well, Arnold came out today, and he says that he isn't done with the Terminator franchise. He says, people just love to listen to these stories and run run with the rumors. He says, I'm not done with Terminator. We're going to make more movies. He said, people jumped the gun just because Paramount said they weren't going to make another one. He says, that doesn't matter. He says, there's 15 other studios out there that will make a a Terminator movie. So he says, we're going to do some more. And he says... Worst case scenario, 2018, the rights go back to James Cameron, and he goes, at that point, we will make another one. So, Arnold seems pretty confident that he is not done with the Terminator franchise, and you know what that makes me feel? It makes me feel pretty good that Arnold is not done with the Terminator movies. I'll be back. Hasta la vista, baby. Arnold. Yes, love it. Uh, Ridley Scott is set to direct Battle of Britain. It's a new historical epic that he's going to be making for Fox Pictures. And that is all the news, my friend. Look at that, 39 minutes. Usually the show's been an hour to an hour and a half, and we just killed it at 39 minutes. Whooping ass to get you caught up to speed in the latest and greatest of entertainment news. So let's talk box office and new releases coming out, right? So out on DVD and Blu-ray tomorrow is going to be Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and Office Christmas Party. So those two are hitting. Office Christmas Party was pretty funny. You should check it out. I don't know if I'll buy it. If it goes real cheap, I'd probably pick it up. Uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, definitely. I ordered the Steelbook from Best Buy on that one. Getting that Steelbook Blu-ray, baby. Can't wait to watch that one again. Uh, In theaters this Friday, Going in Style, Smurfs the Lost Village, Salt and Fire, Aftermath, Gifted, and Colossal. Now, the only movies really in wide release are going to be Going in Style and Smurfs the Lost Village. The other ones I read are in limited release. One is Aftermath. Well, honestly, one is called Salt and Fire, which I've never even heard of before. The other one is Aftermath, which is another Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, um, which actually looks pretty good. It's based on a true story. Um, it's gotten no promotion at all, which kind of bugs me because I really like the trailer, and I'm like, ooh, it's coming out already, but it's in limited release. Gifted is another one in limited release coming out starring Chris Evans, Captain America himself. Looks like a really good movie where basically his sister passes away and he takes um, her daughter. Uh, he becomes basically, you know, the, the the parent of the daughter. He takes her over, becomes her guardian, and just kind of dealing with the fact of having this, you know, little girl with him. Uh, who is also gifted, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Gets the title. 
um, which it looks like a good movie, but it's also a limited release. And lastly, in limited release, Colossal, which is the new Anne Hathaway movie, which looks really funny, where she has some kind of psychic connection with a kaiju monster that she controls that's over in Japan fucking shit up. Uh, and she doesn't even realize it. So, really interesting movie, but uh, another one in limited release. So, I don't know if any of those are going to get full releases, but they're coming out in limited. Uh, so, check those out. I am probably not going to see any of these. I'm not really interested in anything going on this weekend. So, not going to have any movie reviews on the next show. Honestly, I'm not even sure when we'll do the next show. Um, because since there's no movie review, I probably won't do an episode this weekend. I'm going to be going out of town for work again for all of next week, which is really going to set things back. So we'll probably skip a week again, unfortunately, but, you know, that's how we roll sometimes. We've got to work around life. Uh, So we'll probably skip a week, and then we'll come back the week after, and we'll do a good two-week wrap-up, and that'll be after the weekend where... The Fate of the Furious comes out, so we'll have a really big Fast and Furious special uh, to talk about review. Alright, let's talk box office. Coming in number 10, it came out in limited release too, but made a number 10 debut. Very nice. The Zookeeper's Wife with 3.4 million. Number 9 is Chips with 4.1 million. Number 8 is Life with 5.6 mil. Number 7 is Get Out with 5.8 million. Number 6 is Logan with 6.2 million. Number 5 is Kong Skull Island with 8.8 mil. Number 4 is Power Rangers with 14.5 million. Number 3 is the debut. Of the movie reviewed today, Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell came out only at number three with $19 million. Um, this is actually a big bomb right here. I hate to say it. $19 million for most movies would be a decent opening. But like I said, it cost over $100 million to make Ghost in the Shell. And 19 is not going to pay the bills. Um, it just isn't firing, it's not connecting with people like they thought, and unfortunately it looks like this will probably lose the studio some money. Coming in number two, bumped out of the number one spot for the first time in I think what, three weeks? Or, yeah, on its third week. It's Beauty and the Beast bringing in another nice $48 million in its third week, man. That is amazing. Congratulations, Beauty and the Beast just killing it right now. Biggest movie of 2017. 48 mil. And in the shocker, just barely beating Beauty and the Beast and shocking everybody, including me, because I thought this movie was going to bomb. Your new number one film in the in America, The Boss Baby, bringing in $49 million. They estimated this film would probably make about 30 and it made 49 I guess, you know, people just love kid movies. They just love animated films, regardless if they're good or not. Families want to run out and watch a movie with their with their kids. It is what it is, man. Boss Baby, which I thought looked horrible, killed it with $49 million opening. So there you go, your new number one there. And on that note, my friends, that will do it for us here tonight. It is Monday, April the 3rd, once again, here from the Red Dragons Radio Studios. I thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this nice, sweet 45-minute episode. That's how we like to do when we're actually on pace, you know, on a week-by-week basis. Um, If you haven't listened to last week's episode yet for whatever reason, please go back and check out the Ranger Experiment episode. That was a really big episode. We dropped a lot of knowledge, a lot of news on that one 
go back, check it out. We had reviews of the Power Rangers. We had reviews of the Belko experiment. Uh, so check out that episode if you somehow missed it. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this one. Like I said, we'll probably skip this weekend, and we'll be back the following weekend to talk about the fate of the Furious uh, and everything else that's happened in the world of entertainment news. Um, check it out. Social media stuff. Make sure you follow us. Our official webpage is amiontheair.com. That's where you're going to want to go to listen to the show. Look at box office stuff movie releases in the theaters blu-ray all the stuff i just read you at the end of the show is on our website miontheair.com you can check out trailers it's all there movie reviews bookmark it check it out um people ask me all the time when's this movie come out when's that movie come out what comes out this friday just check out the website miontheair.com like us on facebook facebook.com slash miontheair follow us on twitter at twitter.com slash am I on the air. You can follow me on Twitter at DXDonMega. Um, we are on iTunes, so if you're looking to subscribe to us, definitely go ahead and do so on Am I on the Air. We if iTunes is not your thing, we're available on Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Music Play, TuneIn. We're on all those different platforms to listen to us. We even have audio only versions on YouTube, so subscribe to us on YouTube youtube.com slash guess what am i on the air uh we definitely recommend you subscribe to our instagram feed it's pretty awesome just go on your instagram and search am i on the air you'll find us right there and a big shout out to our great affiliates at reddragonsradio.com where we're always streaming on demand over there uh reddragonsradio.com follow on twitter at reddragonsradio um so you can check us out you can check out all the other great podcasts that's on there as well um once again that'll do it for us this week april the 3rd signing off for another episode of am i on the air keep up with all your entertainment news on our twitter and our facebook tell all your friends about the podcast and until next time y'all peace bye everybody red dragons red dragons